Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I am your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And really what's going on in the news media is all of our business. It impacts our thinking, impacts our world, our conversations. And one of my favorite people to talk to about this is my guest in this segment. He's now a regular on our program, Jeremy Murphy. And he's a former uh, vice president for CBS uh, and uh, really uh, one of the most humorous media critics out there. His book is phenomenal that I'm going to let him talk about. And, uh, you know, your work is really good and so timely in light of what's going on in our, our uh, culture. I had an interview this week with, uh, yesterday, in fact, with Ellen Dershowitz, uh, who's one of the most prominent attorneys of all times. He's a guy who's been completely silenced by woke culture, you know, and yet one of the most important uh, legal minds of the last half century even if you don't agree with him. And uh, his his willingness to re represent uh, Donald Trump has ruined him. And this kind of thing, is cas this happens casually now. And really, your book does a lot to talk about that whole problem. Talk a little bit real quick about your book before we get into our topic today, which is a lot of shenanigans over at CNN. Go ahead. Uh, so the book is called F Off Chloe, and it is a uh, it, it's a humor book about uh, the modern media workplace and young and old, uh, the culture clash between a very yoked, uh, a, a very woke generation um, coming into media with their values and their expectations and and their self absorption and people who have been in media who have seen it change so much. And I just thought there's a lot of humor in that. And, uh, you know, this new generation, I call them the Chloe's because they, they, they all seem to name Chloe anyways. Um, right. <laughs> it, it seems like a very self-obsessed name to me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so that's the book. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's talk about, uh, and by the way, you can find it all over the place. In fact, uh, if you look up uh, off of uh, Chloe, you'll, you'll find it uh, all over the place. Do you have a, one website you'd like people to, to uh, that you'd like to refer to? Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Make it, make it simple. My, my edition is a Kindle edition. Yours should be one, too. There you go. Make it easy. All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about what's going on at uh, CNN. A lot of drama, it seems like, uh, and and now for several months and protracted, it's already been a network, in my opinion, that's been limping along for a long time. Um, you've got their media, their chief uh, media critic, uh, getting canned this past week in a show, not just him, but the show itself. I, I'm not hearing a whole lot of uh, uh, media critic directly replacement. Uh, for Brian Stelter, and uh, now there's this this conspiracy theory all about uh, buzz about uh, John Malone, who's being described as a libertarian, and certainly as right of center, who uh, may have been behind this uh, overthrow of Stelter. A lot of it's, it's a lot of intrigue, a lot of soap opera type uh, conversation. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, anybody who's looking for media criticism from CNN needs to get their head checked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, if anything, they need to be under the microscope. Um, you know, a lot of these are remnants of the Jeff Zucker uh, uh, regime, and he was like a crack dealer. Uh, and they got very, very high on Trump being in office. And once Trump left and there wasn't as so much breaking news 
um, it, it kind of crashed. And, mm-hmm. you know, the revenues and the ratings crashed. And that was kind of the bellwether to get him out of there. And, um, you know, Zucker's always been kind of um, he, 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 he doesn't really have ideology except ratings. Um, and Trump played really well. And so yeah. he put, stacked the airwaves with, um, you know, partisan people and people who could, you know, um, uh, provoke Trump and, and uh, create news of their own. And, um, and, you know, it crashed. And then, you know, they got, they tossed him out and, and Stelter is, is kind of uh, collateral damage. Um, and I was not surprised when he was tossed out. Um, I've never, uh, you know, he, he, his qualifications is he was a kid with a website who tracked local TV news. And from that, he got a job at the New York Times, which really tells you what, you know, their hiring standards. Um, <laughs> so, and that's what a kid section of the New York Times, by the way, not the kid yeah, section, the actual Times. I, yeah. I was never sold on it. Um, I was never sold on him. Um, you know, he is a workforce. He's one of the first uh, journalists to really embrace Twitter and really get self-promote himself. Um, and, you know, I, those days are over. You know, the, the adults are back in the room. And, you know, Chris Lick is the new head of CNN. He's a really good guy. Um, and, you know, John Malone is, is a cable giant. And um, he's been waving this flag for years. And, you know, mm-hmm. he has... I think he has the financial um, uh, investment and also, you know, he owns a lot of the, the cable operator or he used to that pay C- CNN the, you know, the subscriber fee. So I think um, the two of them are going to kind of balance the ship, so to speak. Okay. That's, that's good to hear. Um, so the, the, the media be it the Daily Beast. Uh, frankly, I'm, I'm seeing it all over the spectrum where Malone is described as either very conservative or even libertarian, which not that that's an extremism. In fact, I consider myself very libertarian on most issues. Um, but where, where would you place him ideologically? Is he an ideologue or is he just very pragmatic and would like to see good things for something he's investing a lot in? Well, I'm, I'm fascinated when people describe media moguls as um, conservative or liberal or whatever. No, they're businessmen. It, you know, money, money is their ideology. And what plays, what, the, the, the stuff that gets the most money, the most subscribers, the most advertisers, is their church. Okay, these mm-hmm. people are not bringing, you know, their box, news, you know, the Murdoch, Murdoch is, you know, Murdoch is a little conservative, but if there was money to be made on the other side, he would have done it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, they follow the money. They're not following any, a, any scriptures. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting thing about Murdoch's media's outlets. They rage to totally insane, like Sky News Australia, which makes Fox News look normal at times, to Sky News UK, which is one of the most center-balanced news sources in the world. Exactly. I mean, it, you know, it's highly rated. You know, and, and it's not so much 
them looking at uh, the uh, ideological, uh, you know, landscape of the country as if the underserved ideological landscape in the country that that ultimately determines uh, this type of thing. In that same vein, what I have never understood is how in the world the CNN own CNN and HLN, which you know is now like a weak version, weak version of oxygen. <laughs> you know that word. Uh, it's like, why would you waste that on, on a weak version of oxygen? It's so bizarre what HLN is. Little news in the morning, and then it goes off into true crime. Many shows, 10, 15, even longer years old. You know, you sit there and you scratch your, your head. When, when in our landscape, Fox pretty much has it all on TV when it comes to all things right of center, even though it's more bizarre than that. You know what I'm talking about. There was plenty of room, which now I kind of see News Nation filling that void. It seems more right of center than anything, uh, in spite of the uh, Como being added. Um, I never understood that. You know, when I, when I think of corporations, corporations that are particularly publicly owned, they've got a fiduciary responsibility to their uh, investors. They have really done a poor job of making the most of a very substantial asset in HLN. I don't get it. Well, you know, a lot of people assume that, you know, cable news is dependent on advertising uh, and viewers. No. It's about the subscriber fees. It's about the money they get per subscriber from the cable operator. So Comcast, um, Spectrum, Adelphia, they're all paying these CNN, Fox. That's the majority of their money. And it's not about using, you know, the. It's not about advertising or viewership. It's it's really that's their constituency, right? And so that's who they're programming to. Um, and you know, headline news. It, it became less uh, essential. Um, you know, I used to love headline news because every thirty minutes you would get the news. And it, it was uh, no bells and whistles. I didn't get a seizure watching all their on-screen bells. Uh, and, you know, it was at a time when a lot of the other cable networks were doing primetime opinion shows and documentaries. And that was the shift. And all of a sudden, yeah. they had Joy Behar had a show. You know, Nancy Grace had a show. I think the homeless guy in my corner had a show. Uh, <laughs> You know, and that that's really – I thought that they really wasted a great resource. This is when CNN was pretty um, – was, a, to me, the gold standard with news. And then they went off the rails. So, and you know, again, this is – Oh, you're going way back then. <laughs> this is all about money. It's, it, you know, uh, there is no – there's no smoking gun here. There's no someone, you know, twiddling their fingers wanting to corrupt America. This is money, pure and simple. You know, the Murdochs want, um, you know, they sold Disney, they sold everything else to Disney, made a fortune, um, and Fox News is their cash cow. Um, and yeah. they don't want to rock the boat because, God forbid, you know, Lachlan and James, you know, not inherit billions. So um, yeah. that's my theory. I, I always look at that through that because that's really the only that's really the only formula that they're using. 
By the way, uh, you know, again, in the same vein, you, and we, we need to have this uh, conversation uh, one in, your, in one of your future interviews just about Murdoch Global Holdings because it is right. a really telling lesson on uh, the way media executives, moguls, if you will, think. They also own the Wall Street Journal. Who would think yeah. that a company that owns Sky News Australia, which is crazy beyond belief, uh, and, uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal, you know, and also on the Wall Street Journal. It's just a real pragmatic, money-driven motif to all of this. So, with well, time running off, oh, go ahead. What got Murdoch, and, you know, this is a fascinating piece of history. What really set Murdoch off on his global acquisition was in the 80s, where uh, the New York Post went through a bunch of, uh, he owned it, and because of the um, the rule where a foreigner could not own uh, so many properties in the same market, uh, you know, the, the Fox, uh, a TV station in New York came up and he wanted to buy that because that made more money. So he had to sell the New York Post. So he sold it yeah. and it went through a bunch of hands and they almost closed it because the last person who bought it was a criminal. And mm -hmm. um, New York wanted to save it. So they got that rule waived for Murdoch. Yeah. And so Murdoch now, um, I don't know if he had, he got citizenship at that point, but they waived the rule. And that really opened up him to start buying everything. Um, yeah. and, uh, and then, you know, his global acquisition, he went to London, he bought every, everything there. So in a way, we're responsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and by the way, if there are billionaires, there is no such thing as enough. Just remember that. Right. Um, and so, yeah, obviously that plays plays a role. We're running out of time, but I do want to get your your thoughts on what direction that you see the grown-ups in CNN going. I like that expression because they are a different crowd than what they have. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of um, – uh, a, a lot of – impartiality. I think you're going to see um, a little more balance. I, I would not um, I would not be surprised if they got a, a conservative to host a primetime show um, to, to balance um, that lineup. They've already taken away the bells and the whistles and the breaking news. You know, they got rid of Stelter. I think they're going to really prune um, the, the, uh, the on-air talent. Um, you know, they closed that, that app before it really started, or the streaming, the streaming um, uh, platform. Yeah, that was a disaster. That was like a planned yeah. disaster. Yeah. <laughs> and they spent $500 million, they spent $500 million promoting this. Um, yeah. And it lasted a month. Um, Unbelievable. So I think, I think you're going to see a lot more um, uh, adult supervision. And yeah. the question is, is, is it going to work ratings-wise? Because, again, it's, it's, it's ratings and revenue. And people, you know, people, people vote with their remote controls. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, that whole deal, see, that's another whole segment we could do. Uh, you know, is, uh, you know, how do they end up pursuing that when they knew there's going to be a new leadership? It's almost like the old regime was trying to force CNN Plus on the new regime. Well, they yep. made it clear that that wasn't going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the guy who uh, who is now running everything is David Zaslov, and they call him Zaz. 
He's a guy who was head of Discovery. You know, he started Oprah's Network. This guy, he does not suffer fools. Um, and he, he, you know, he, he, he takes care of business. And he's already, like, shelved movies from Warner Brothers. There's one I think they spent $200 million on, and it was such a piece of crap. Um, they're not even releasing it on their streaming. So this guy is, is very disciplined, and um, he's not a fan of CNN um, or in its last incarnation, but I think he, he's a good guy, and I think he really wants to write the ship. And so you're going to see a lot of changes. A lot, well, we already have. Jeremy Murphy, yes. always love having you on. Former VP over at CBS, media critic extraordinaire, and a really fun guest. Good talking to you again, my friend. You too. Anytime. Take care. Right. You too. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.